L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Why would you want to be anywhere else than right here, right now? Uh, Matt, before the uh, before they got into seven shots here, we were talking about uh, Jay Sternberger, a mm-hmm. uh, guy who was a third-round draft pick of the Green Bay Packers. Um, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Only spent one season at Texas A&M. I think people kind of forget that. He actually oh, yeah. started out at, Ka- at Kansas, uh, spent two seasons at Kansas, redshirted one of those, played the freshman year at Kansas. Uh, and then transferred to a, a junior college for a couple of years. Oh, did it? Okay. And then spent one year at Texas A&M uh, as a junior. That one season, 48 catches, 832 yards, 17.3 yards a catch, 10 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Really very, made a name very for productive. Was, was a consensus All-American. I couldn't remember if he won the Mackey or not. But he, was he was not even a finalist for that. Oh, really? Which okay. I get because he was probably very much under the radar when all that stuff started. Is he the same year as Ingram, Najoku, and I think he's a year after that. year after that, okay. yeah. I, was, I, was, uh, I knew it was a good tight end class. But, so yeah, say. but was really uh, highly touted going into the draft. Uh, runs yeah. well. Again, 17.3 yards a, uh, a, a catch in college. Um, and he's a... Not a real thick guy. Like, if you look at his lower half, he doesn't have a big bubble or huge, strong legs. I mean, he's kind of a linear build, you know, more of a basketball player type build, but with long arms, um, thinner waist. And he's never going to be a hammer blocker, you know I mean? Yeah. So you better be a pretty accomplished receiver if that's your profile. And he was in college. I think he can be here. He has speed, you know I mean? Yeah. He, he's a... He's a big wide receiver. Too. Yeah, yeah. And with all respect to Heath Miller, I'm not picking on him on his day. You know, he wasn't splitting the splitting two safeties deep downfield. You know, especially at the end of his career. I think Sternberger potentially could. You know, I'm not yeah. saying he's going to be a still know, just 26. Yeah, he's going to be Kelsey or somebody like that splitting the splitting these guys. But Raider's not an easy guy to knock off the roster either. I no, mean, he's, he's been not. out of sight, out of mind a little bit. But he's a coach's favorite type. It does everything. Yeah, Nizelec, the uh, second punter, just booming a couple there. Yeah, somebody shanked one in the stands here, and I wasn't sure who kicked that one. But other than that, there's been some boomers. Yeah, some real boomers here. Um, So he spent the first uh, 2019 to 2021 with the Packers. In 2021, he got suspended for two games for substance. Oh, uh, right, right. Substance violation. And at that point, he hadn't really established himself either, you know, which – Kind of dug himself a hole. Yeah. So he had caught uh, 12 passes. He's caught 12 passes for 114 yards and one touchdown in his career. Um, last season, after the, the Packers released him in uh, in August, he signed with the Seahawks. Then he signed with Washington on their practice squads and then ends up with the Steelers on their practice squad. So mm-hmm. this is really his first chance here with the Steelers to go through a camp. Yeah, to really show himself yeah. and to, as opposed to getting thrown in the mix late in the process. You know, that's always tough. a high-pedigree guy. That, mm-hmm. um, I would hope they use him a lot in the in the preseason. Yeah, kind of like in the in the Pat Fryermuth mold. You know, kind of a, a, He's more Fryermuth than Gentry. Yeah, right. I mean, there's right. no doubt about that. I mean, he, he – uh, the tight end thing's interesting because – I know Fryermuth's only a second-year guy, and Gentry was a project, but I almost feel like the team knows what they are at this point. And, of course, they're going to want to play them with, you know, Trubisky and those guys some, but it might be a heavy Raider-Sternberger preseason. Well, let's not forget Connor Hayward in that conversation as well. Did they call him a tight end? He's he's going to the tight end. Yeah, he's he's called a tight end, wearing number 83, and there's a, oh, my goodness, a hang time on that one. So hasn't landed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was like a four-and-a-half-second four punt. Yeah, he crushes it sometimes. 
Yeah, that's the thing he needs to I'm be really root, rooting for Harvin. Yeah. I think he's an easy guy to root for considering how his rookie season went and what he's capable of. Absolutely. Uh, another guy we just talked about a little bit there, uh, Jannard Avery. Yeah. Um, I don't know if everyone knows what he does. Yeah, he, I, I talked to uh, Brian Flores about him uh, when I when I talked to Brian the other day. And, uh, that was a nice punt, too. They see him as a uh, – yeah, it is. That's a, that's an Isolac there. Um, they're going to use him at outside right now. But he's, mm-hmm. he's kind of like Arthur Motes in that they, he can play inside or outside. He's actually Timmons, done both. There's yeah. been a couple of those. Chad yeah. Brown did a little of that. Yeah. I might say he's as good as Timmons or Brown or even Motsy for that matter. But he's a little smaller. Kind of a compact build compared to edge rushers around Six, the one, league. Six one two fifty. He's more of James Harrison yeah. kind of size than he is. But the know. Steelers traditionally like those guys. Yeah. I mean, the, the the bowling ball, butcher knives, shorter, you know, leverage players. They don't need to be, you know, super long guys to succeed in this this system. He's fast. He tested really well. Yeah, he's like a four five seven guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, he can play off the ball, but I do think he's better. If you look at it in three four terms, I think he's more outside than inside. Yeah, and that's that's you know? how they see him. That's where he's playing at. Uh, and, and they have a lot of inside guys. Yeah, well, they get all I mean, kinds. Of, and, and that he, needs to sort itself he, out. He but. gives you that that ability to have a guy that you know, if you have a bunch of a rash of injuries, well, you could always put him back inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and even like that. they've done with TJ, you know, he can line up as an edge rusher, stand up, walk around behind because the line of that of explosive speed. Right, I want right, to. Right. I'm actually looking forward to seeing him in the backs on backer drills. I bet he has some pop. I bet he has some real pop in, yeah. in, in those situations. I know Flores, because I asked Flores that. I'm like, well, does he have you know the pass rush moves to be to play on the outside? He's, oh, he's explosive. Yeah, so he's. And, yeah, I don't know. He's, he's a developed pass rusher. You know, yeah. sw- you know, putting moves together and all that. But you have to be cognizant of that speed coming yeah. off the edge. Backs on backers is a great call on him because he's gonna be able to build up a couple steps and really get going. Yeah, he and might try run to some drive, guys over. Drive through, Plus, he's um, low to the ground. Yeah, right, right. Know? He might really shine in that. In yeah. that drill. I can't wait for that one on mm-hmm. Monday. I mean, that's always a, a highlight of the of of those at first padded practice, anyways. But yeah, but <laughs> these you know, guys are—he's a perfect one. <laughs> these guys are really looking forward to doing that. All right, they're done with the, uh, the special team session here. Uh, we'll start to see uh, see our first uh, some team action team here. action here. Uh, um, real quick on Avery, do you think it's safe to say that they look at him as the number three outside linebacker? I think so. I yeah, mean, they, yeah. they gave him a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's and, been around the block. Yeah, you know? and, and you you know you still have uh, Derek Tuska there as well, mm-hmm. and he played uh, well in, in, in uh, spurts last year. Um, you know, coming over from Denver at midseason uh, two years ago, I think mm-hmm. it was. Now looks like we got ones versus ones here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do. No Fryer Muth. No no Deontay. Yeah, no so eleven Claypool. on eleven here. Uh, Dan Moore is at left tackle. Looks like it's a uh, Gentry's in there. Dotson is at left guard today, so they're not. Uh, okay. Okay. Yesterday he was there as well. So that was just they a got one eleven day personnel thing. again with three receivers on the field is is kind of in you know their norm. A little motion from Gentry. Oh, oh, we're showing blitz here. Spillane coming on the outside. See what happens. Good pocket. Oh, the receiver stopped. Anthony Miller stopped and he, he threw an out. So, or through a uh, Miller's not thrilled go. with the yeah with the uh, the read there. I wish folks I could tell you who was right and who's wrong, but I mean maybe if we rewound the tape three times, you could we tell, might be able to figure, maybe it out, yeah. figure it out. But I mean there's a, certainly a miscommunication. It looked like uh, you know the quarterback was going there no matter what. He liked the matchup. The blitz. He saw blitz coming. He's going to get a one on one down the sideline, and Miller thought it was an out route. Yeah. Maybe that was his hot read. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, if, if he reads blitz, they picked maybe everything he up. It yeah, off. right. They right. picked everything up. There was a good pocket. Najee Harris setting up outside. Najee's all over and the formation. And then uh, ro- rotating yeah. into the uh, backfield here. And, and Anthony and McFarlane, McFarlane on the yep. field as well goes in motion. That ball was tipped. Yeah, he had McFarlane on a quick hitter, but yeah, uh, I couldn't see what receiver that was. Was that Miller as well? Yeah, that, that got Miller tipped well. to the line of scrimmage. That got tipped too. to the line of scrimmage. Defense definitely ahead of the offense at this point. Yeah. Um, and that's to be That's not alarming to me. With so many new quarterbacks. Well, it's, it's so many new quarterbacks. I, I don't want to say it's a new system, but it's kind of, I mean, they're doing a lot of things they didn't do last year. It's a new system year. for Mitch Trubisky. It was 100%. <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking about for all, all 11 involved. I'm sure the verbiage is the same, but they're doing a lot more motion and things that they didn't do last year. It's much younger. And, oh, by the way, the Steeler D is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, by you can the look way. at this two ways. Yeah, you know, boy, the offense stinks, or boy, the defense is awesome. There's Miller. Oop, we got start and stop for the end. That was nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, almost oh, didn't fumble it though. 
Started to lose it there. Uh, Miles Jack almost got it out, uh, but that turned into about a, a nine-yard catch on a little crosser there. Yeah. Miller putting on the brakes and uh, just cutting it back inside. That, that was, was Trubisky, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he went to his second read well. You know, didn't stick on the first one, got it out pretty quick. Yeah. Hit, uh, hit him in stride, let him do something with the football. Rotating some guys out there. So Calvin Austin and uh, Anthony Miller come off. Got a couple of new receivers out there. You got uh, Miller plays with passion. Yeah, well, yeah, he, yeah. He stands out he's out feisty, there. Yeah. yeah, I actually talked to Calvin Austin about him because he's another Memphis guy. Yeah, Memphis, Memphis connection, right? Uh, and he said, "Look, when I got there, uh, to, to my po- our point about that's a nice throw. He, mm-hmm. There goes George Pickens up to get it. Like, um, the Steelers completed very few of those passes. Yeah, last middle year. of the field, like tw- that was 20, 20 yards 25 yeah. yards in cutting route. You know, from an outside receiver, and Pickens has the body type and strength to do it. Goes up and grabs the ball well away from his frame with the big, strong hands and was, you know, bracing himself for the hit, knowing you're not going to get it here, right, but that's right. how the real world works. Yeah, you got to protect yourself. In but Steelers didn't make those throws last year. They did know? not. No. They did not. Uh, but, yeah, he, he said when he got – when Calvin Austin got to uh, Memphis, on, on campus in Memphis, Anthony Miller was the man. Oh, he was like a legend. Yeah, right. yeah, he yeah. and Jannard Avery, actually, were the, were the, the two guys okay. that, that everybody looked at. The, now they were, they're all here. They were the I mean, these yeah. things aren't coincidences, folks. Yeah, yeah right. he said, you know, when he was a young receiver uh, – Miller was the guy leading those receivers and you know, running the the uh, the stadium steps and things mm-hmm. of that nature. First so, one in line for drills, yeah. I'm sure, and all that, right? So, so it's kind of cool to be back, you know, with those Heck guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit of acclimate. I mean, again, uh, you, you draft Buddy Johnson and more. You know, like those and kind of things matter. Sternberger in, you know, He's yeah, another point too. They, they probably kind of overlapped almost, or you know, there, there's a lot of connections on this team. I mean, it's easy just to look at the brother factor. There's a lot of those. But, I mean, guys coming from same teams. I'm curious if you did an evaluation of the top 50 or 60 guys here, do a lot of them have the same agent? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, it, it, maybe they, whoever scouting that, that campus that year has a real good feel for mm-hmm. those Yeah, maybe guys. it's one of the Steelers' best scouts. You Mason know, or, Rudolph now dropping back arrows. That's Boykin on that one. That was Boykin, catch, yeah. Yeah, going up and getting it. He showed big, strong hands there, too. And Absolutely. again, on a, a big a, catch a, radius. Looked like a, a deeper slant. Again, more inside the numbers throws that we don't didn't see a ton of last year. And, you know, Boykin can shrug off a corner tackle there. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a big I mean, dude. I mean, they obviously aren't going to try to bring him to the ground there, but he had a lot of momentum. He would, he would not have been easy to get on the ground. Imagine, you know, he was he was he he and Chase Claypool were together. I know, at Notre Dame. In Notre Dame. That's a big. That's a <laughs> big, big fast, wide Right, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of. They were almost <laughs> identical testers, you know, right, one year yeah. after another. Yeah. At same size, you know, four four guys, you know. You watch uh, Boykin walk past uh, Pat Fryermuth. I mean, he's as big as Fryermuth. Yeah, boy, if if he could turn, if he could put it together, I mean, again, taking a risk on pedigree guys is never a bad idea. Nice little out there. Mm-hmm. Ball fluttered a little. A little bit, but he yeah. got it there. It mm-hmm. was open. That uh, was Rudolph behind center. Yeah, to Stephen Sims on that one. Uh, I always forget about Sims. He's a, yeah, he's another guy. Mm-hmm. They've got guys fighting for roster spots. That are NFL players. That are NFL players. Yeah, yeah. That have been guys who have done stuff in the league. Mm-hmm. And it's all it's not just on the offense. The defense, you know, we talked about that secondary. The offensive line, they've got 11 guys on their offensive line who have NFL experience. Yeah. Who, like if you're, not, and I'm saying, and like, starting experience. Right, 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 not just made a yeah. team, you know. Um, if you're a team like the Bears, you're watching the Steelers preseason and their cuts, you know, yeah. very thoroughly, you know. Yeah, or, or you know, even some other teams. There's a lot of teams out there, I mean, of course. I, I, right. A lot of these guys here who may not make this roster are going to make a roster somewhere. They're going to play in the NFL somewhere this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And some of them I don't think you can just be comfortable stashing them on oh, the, on the practice McFarland squad. can't haul that one in on the – Bobbled it, yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff you'd like to see from him. That was a kind I'd of like quick-hitting out yeah. route. Yeah. You know, show his quickness and against a linebacker in a matchup. He won. But he didn't haul it in. It wasn't the pass's fault. Yeah, that was, was uh, Buddy ball. Johnson in coverage there. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't bad coverage, but yeah. it was a quick hitting route, hard run defend, easy yards. Layup's fast. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's a layup type catch you got to make. Yeah. Uh, it's got a pickup in there a now. Big, big year. Now. Yeah. Uh, big year for him. He's got to show something here. He, um, his seat yeah. should be warm. Now we got Jalen Warren in the backfield. Um, and with Kenny Pickett out there. so Holding it way too long. Yeah, that was a sack. Yeah, and he missed it. Nearly an interception. Yeah. Missed uh, Gunnar Olszewski in the middle. It was nearly picked off. Um, I'm not picking on him, you know, or trying to make a joke, but uh, Pickett hasn't got glowing reviews thus far. It's been, yeah. Again, it's three practices. It's been three practices, and 
uh, you know, a bunch of young receivers out there with him. Like, mm-hmm. although, Doesn't mean he's Gunnar sketch, Olszewski so isn't right. a young receiver. But he's not really a receiver either. But he's not, yeah, he's not, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even in his time in the league, uh, he's, yeah. he's been in the league for four years. He still hasn't really How many catches does he have in his career? He was a defensive back. He plays in like college. Yeah. Right, right. He so, plays like a gunner, defensive back. Yeah. You know. Pick it back. Get it out. Get it out. Pit, nice shot picking up the blitz. Uh, that was another Not sack. in the ACC anymore, youngster. Yeah. That looked like a throwaway, but he held the ball forever. Yeah. That's a young quarterback thing. I mean, to me, that's my biggest concern about Pickett. It's yeah. not the hand size or, boy, he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. Ball needs to come out. Let yeah, it I rip. mean, he, he really rip. had an advantage of yeah. of just being able to sit back there and let Jordan Addison or whatever break open, you know, the ball needs to come out. I mean, that's really the biggest discrepancy between last year and Pickett in terms of just average time of release. You know, Ben was the quickest in the league, for better or worse. I mean, uh, that's not how you want to design it. But Pickett's the total opposite. I mean, he yeah. he really holds that thing, and that's got to change. And it doesn't matter who your line is. I mean, no, you're going to no. get hit. You're going to get yeah, sacked. You do that. You know, right. In the, especially in this league. I mean, the right, pass rushers right. are just too They're good. They're too good, right. That was a little better, but the throw was behind. Mm-hmm. It was low and low and behind him. Yeah, there was also a free rusher in his face, which yeah, that wasn't his fault. But the the throw wasn't great. That's why they practice, you know. That is why they <laughs> practice. That's why they're out here. Um, and you know, we'll see how this uh, continues to develop. But uh, I know people are going to look at that and say, "Boy, Kenny nah, Pickett's struggling." I don't, know about, I don't know about that pick. It's early. It's early. Way uh, early. Way way early. You know, and these guys, uh, the defensive guys at this point, they've, they've seen these plays all spring. Oh, yeah, yeah. They know what the offense is trying to accomplish. And there's 0 for 4. That one was batted that down. That one batted down. Yeah. Looked Not like, so good. Looked like uh, big number 64, uh, Trent Scott getting a. No, is that who got yeah. his hand on it? So. Yeah, it wasn't a uh, glowing endorsement for the uh, the offense there, especially the third team. Yeah, yeah. And that's but again, happen. the defense is better than they are. Right, right. And that's not a bad thing either. That's Mm-mm. the thing when you're going one, you know, that's why you want to get into the games. Yeah, um, yeah. And see what happens when they're playing somebody else. Because, again, these guys all know, well, I, I, I've i lined up against him 300 oh, all, times all in the, the offseason. Yeah, right, know, right, right, right. How he's going to, where he's going to break when he goes this way or how. And what they don't tell us, they're not going to put him on the scoreboard. But whenever they do these team periods, a lot of them are situational. You know, let, let's practice third and long today. Let's practice red zone today. So, we don't know exactly what they're practicing, but the D does and the offense does. Yeah. And, okay, well, this is going to be on, short yardage yeah. or whatever, so play accordingly, you know, situational football and stuff. Mike Tomlin often lets them know that, too. Like, okay, guys, just Don't cheat the drill either. Here's what, we're gonna, here's what we're trying to accomplish. Nice job by Chooks for there. Yeah, as I say, he did a good job on TJ. That was Gentry who caught that, that right? That was Gentry, yeah. yeah. On a little... I mean, he's not a speed demon, but yeah. that's a big target, and he catches pretty much everything thrown his way anymore. Yeah. These are uh, third down drills here. so Okay. But, uh, yeah, the defense is definitely, you know, you got to like this, uh, like how this defense is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what kind of defensive personnel do we have out there? I assume it's nickel. They got a too high shell, it looks like. Well, maybe not. Moving around yeah, a little bit. Weatherspoon on, and uh, Levi Wallace on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Sutton on the Sutton inside. Sutton playing He's slot. Nickel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is going to be the, the main. I think that's the go-to nickel package. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Gunnar Olszewski jumping off sides there. <laughs> Rough start here for the offense mm-hmm. today. Just not clean. Yeah. You know, when things go right, there's a drop. But or, a lot, you know. I mean, if you look at it, you know, so your receivers are Miller, Pickens, Olszewski, how those many are snaps all, are they going to play? Those are all new guys. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, uh, Essentially. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Pickens is going to be very much in the rotation early, but yeah. how many snaps in week one of those three are you going to see? Raiders, the, the tight end right now. I mean, these, this is this is a, mm-hmm. a pretty, I don't, I don't want to call it a JV unit, but it's not. <laughs> it's a pretty banged up offense yeah. right now with the skill dudes. Good job moving his feet. Oop. And mm-hmm. there's the athleticism that you want to see, you know. Mm-hmm. Cam chasing him down. Mitch Trubisky uh, stepping up in the pocket and taking off. Um, pocket pocket kind of crumbled on him. Yeah. No, but he can scoot. <laughs> Cam Hayward motioning to the crowd to, hey, make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're wound up out there. Yeah, this is, this is having some fun. Having some fun. So we got, uh, again, we got uh, Witherspoon, same defensive alignment. 
your linebackers are Devin Bush and, and Robert. Uh, I think you got Green at left guard. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that's more of a camp battle, I think, yeah, than so people want to realize. rotating here by series almost. Um, T.J. Watt breaking up the That's a nice job by him. And then he, <laughs> he punts one into he the crowd. It, he, he had it in his hands. He punched it into the stands. <laughs> it was like a Harvin punt. He crushed that thing. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Instead of his sack, you know, kick thing he does, you know, he just – Oh, and now they took the ball off the poor folks. Made them throw it back. <laughs> well, they did it for practice. <laughs> uh, Is that the third or fourth batted down pass? Yeah, seen? there's been a bunch. Yeah. Been a bunch. Um, I wonder if the defense is – that's something they're very cognizant of. Something well, Cam's that, gotten really Cam's good gotten at really it. Cam's gotten really good at right. it. Watt's already been good at yep. it. Uh, Alu actually pretty good at it as well, mm -hmm. even though he's not practicing here. Now we got Derek Tuska down here uh, and Jannard Avery on the other side. Okay. Got that one Pick up quick. a few. Basically against the second team defense, uh, some of it was. Yeah, Bush was in coverage. Yeah. Still had some, some guys out there. Witherspoon was still out there. KZ was still out there. So mm -hmm. this is uh, this is looking at this defense. Uh, they have a lot of different bodies that they can throw at an offense. Yeah, they really can. I mean, it's. And again, it's, week to week, especially in this division, the, the three teams in the division are very different. Uh, I think you can game plan accordingly. You can handle some injuries that are bound to set in here at some point, too. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff to, to like about the defense. Yeah, we'll see if this changes here. Now you get the Justin Lane and James Pierre out there as the boundary corners. Outside guys. And Arthur Millette in the slot. That's uh, basically the, the second team, yeah. I would think. You nice know, job corners. there. Rolling the, rolling the pocket. Yeah, it was a crisp. Quick out there. Yeah, quick crisp. Yeah. That's almost unstoppable. Yeah, I mean him breaking out like that. If the if his footwork in the pocket and the throw is clean like that was, I don't know how you really defend that. Yeah. I mean that's a cheap five. And that's six the yards, first time you know? today we've actually seen him kind of move the pocket too. Yeah, good point. Good yeah. point. And, and which think, is something they've done a lot yeah, of. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big uh, a big thing uh, part of. Yeah, you're not going to see helps the O line too. <laughs> you're not going to see the batted passes as much when you. Good point. You good move point. In the pocket like that. Mm -hmm. and see if they do it again. This is Mason Rudolph moving the pocket as well. That's he moves better than he used to too. Yeah. I think he's worked on it. In fact, yeah, I know yeah. that he's worked on it. You know, he's he's told me that you know, hey, it's I know what, I know what the offense, who the offense coordinator is. Right, I, right. I know what they want. This from is the what position. they want. Um, now we're staying straight in the pocket. Just got that one out. There's Anthony McFarland. Yeah, nice little grab there. He's got some juice too. Yeah, huh? we knew that coming out. And that, wasn't, that was a nice worst by Rudolph. Wasn't bad he got, coverage, and he no. fitted into a tight spot. He got bumped around a little bit in the pocket there too. Maybe even yeah. you know, he would, he didn't have his feet set and got it where it needed to be. Kind of from what I remember, I think kind of flicked it a little side on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it in there, fitted into a changed his spot. arm angle. I you know I I know everybody's that's that's talked about this has said he's looked the best Rudolph of the quarterbacks thus okay. far, but he should. I, I, that shouldn't be he's a surprise been, either. He's been right? the guy who's who's been in the system. Like he he knows. Yeah. You know, the, everybody else is – I talked to him about that in the spring. I'm like, is everybody coming to you and asking you questions about, you know, what's going on out here? Just, yeah, why wouldn't they? That was nicely done, too. Yeah. He held the ball, but not too long. Waited for the guy to break open. That was Pre Connor, pretty nice Connor big window. Hayward, yeah, yeah, Hayward there in the middle of the field. Doing tight end stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Ran yeah. a tight end route in the middle of the field, sits down in the zone. and you What's know, interesting, you know, when he's him. on the field, he's wearing – of course, he's wearing 83. Mm-hmm. But he can also line up in the back. I said he might give him carries. Yeah, I, I was really intrigued seeing him in uh, seven shots. You know, and near the line of scrimmage, almost like a use check. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm not quite sure what his job is going to be on this play. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there won't be many snaps when he's on the field and Najee isn't. You know, and you'd prefer to hand it to Najee, but that doesn't mean if you put him in motion, he gets the end around. You know, like they've done with Claypool or things like that. Even yeah, no doubt. I mean, he'll break tackles. That was well done. Another nice one. Mm -hmm. that, that throw about, what was that, about a 15-yard out? That was Pickett, out? yeah. Oh, that was Pickett? Yeah. About a 15-yard out. Oh, so. or was Pickett just coming? No, that was Pickett. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. He All is right. Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to our live coverage here from Steelers practice at Chuck Knoll Field here and on the campus of St. Vincent College. Fantastic environment. Big crowd here. This, I mean, this is like a stadium seating here. It looks like a... A full stadium. So remember we had Bird on yesterday? He said they'd sold 15,000 tickets. And then I was talking to people last it night. 17, it was up to 17. Yeah. I don't know what they sold this morning. I mean, so it's at least 17,000 tickets sold. I don't know if everyone Actually, showed not, up. Actually, they're not even sold. They just, right, they're, they're, they're just free. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got you got to sign up for them. Yeah, you got to go on the uh, website and, and uh, sign up or get the uh, Steelers uh, app mm -hmm. and do it on there as well. But uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more 
live from St. Vincent College right after this. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson, live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. We're watching the uh, practice here from uh, Chuck Knoll Field, uh, right next to the press box. It's a great vantage point for everything and uh, getting a lot of play-by-play uh, -play here. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. not my specialty doing play-by-play, -play, <laughs> but I can, harder job than I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, the place is buzzing. The place is buzzing, and, and it, you know, I, hey, this is the only place you can get this. No, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So uh, why would you be anywhere else? I mean, if you're if you're not here, and I, I guess uh, you know, not every Steeler fan is here. It just seems that yeah, way. a lot of them are high percentage. <laughs> Doing uh, some field goal stuff now, and yeah. it's that's also a nice breather for a lot of the team. You know, the receivers are congregating here over by the the end zone. You know, doing some mental stuff, and the quarterbacks doing the same. So I mean, it's not like it's a total rest period or anything, but. Uh, even Fryer moves out there catching a ball or two, you know, just being a target for these quarterbacks as they stay loose. Yeah, uh, and you got to do – these are the kind of things that you uh, kind of get taken for granted, the, the special teams, the field goal unit and things like right, that. Right, right. you, you got to practice it. you got to practice it. you got to figure out who your guys are going to be on that drill. And I'm just trying to look over there to see – I see Cam Hayward out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and. I see Chris Wormley. We got 97, 95 are the only defensive jerseys I see. Yeah. I think Tushko is out there, too, or he's going out yeah, there now. Yeah, he's out there now. He's one of the wings. Yeah. Um, uh, Gentry was out there. and You know, I mean, that looked like the, the first team, field goal team. Yeah. Uh, so that gives you an idea. Uh, you often say, like. Punt team's the big one to really team, look at, yeah. But you don't want to see any field goals blocked either. No, or no. points. But in the preseason, punt team's the hardest. And if you're. You're seeing a borderline player with the first-team punt team. There's a real good chance that they, they think he's going to make the team or he's auditioning, you know, he's on the bubble. Yeah, because you don't want to hear that double thud. <laughs> no, right, right. And so, yeah, that's something, you know, if you're watching the first preseason game, take that little tip from Matt Williams. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a first-team special teams unit for all. And if, you know, if you you look at the – one of the first thing the scouts do in there, they, they chart – Everyone who's on the kickoff team, you know, where exactly they're at. Because the teams are telling you. I mean, they want these guys to win the starting job. And people don't think of those guys as starters, but they really are. Yeah, and, you know, this team has some guys who, I'm not going to say they're special teams player only. But that's why they're here. That's why they're I mean, here. That's, that's their, their biggest contribution job. to the yeah. team. There's five or six of them. You know, the Justin Lanes and even Benny Snell. And, yeah, they can play the guys defense, that everybody but... wants to cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Just cut that guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> Danny Smith is nothing. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and they you know, brought like, in. Well, how, what do you mean? Why are they giving up these punt return touchdowns? You know, like. Sure. You got to yeah. be. And you give Gunner decent money for that. And Watts making a, a, a nice buck, too. I mean, these are, you know, and I'm sure Hayward will be part of that as well. So they may have even more this year. They may have six or seven that are high snap count, you know, special teamers. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, no, it's you know, better than having a revolving door. Yeah, you want those guys to be typically not maybe grizzled veterans, but mm -hmm. second or third, fourth year guys, fifth year guys that are know their job yeah. and excel at it, and you know have worked hard on special teams. Yeah, I, I talked to Tuska about that because obviously he was a star at North Dakota State. Right, right, right. You know, he's a big sack guy. Like I think he had like twenty seven, twenty eight sacks, something like that in, in college. college. Really? Yeah. Uh, was was very productive as you would expect at North Dakota State, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I said, is it tough to kind of swallow your pride on that? And, and now you're you know you're a backup, you're a special teams guy. Hey, that that's you know whatever it takes to you know for the team. Mm -hmm. uh, and there win. may have been a day that he went, I guess I got to do this. Yeah, so jump in. I two can feet. I remember talking you know? with uh, Freddie McAfee about that. He was one of the best special teamers in the league. Yeah, yeah. And he hung around he as, as a running back for like twelve years in the league. Mm -hmm. 
And he said, you know, the young running back. the Saints a long time. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. the Saints and then came here. Um, said, you know, the young running backs would all come and, and, and you know, laugh at him. Oh, you're just a special teamer. He's like, but I'm going to be in the league for 10 years. Yeah, call you're, me you're, 10 years from now yeah, to see if you're, I'm if you're still getting a check. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, Hayward Bay is the best example you can imagine. Yeah. I mean, he's a bust. I mean, he shouldn't have been picked in the top 10, and Al Davis is probably the only one himself. that – Right, he's the only one who probably would have done it. But he was going the first round no matter what, and his receiver career didn't go that way. Well, talk to him eight, ten years later after that you know, pronounced a bust, and he's still getting checks, and you know he's living fine now and contributing to a team and shows some leadership and teach the young guys. And I mean, I think Benny Snell's a great example of that too. Like, I promise he didn't play any special teams not, in college. Not I mean, he was like their, he was their the featured offensive player, right? You yeah. know, so he's not going to run down on kickoffs and quickly became a core special teamer here after never doing it. I mean, that was an impressive transition. That was something they talked about with James Conner when they drafted him. The fact that he had, when he went to Pitt, he went as a defensive end. Mm-hmm. He's tackled people. And he yeah, right. played some defensive end. So yeah. they, they thought he would that would translate into him being good on special teams. Unfortunately for him, that rookie year, uh, he was hurt a lot mm-hmm. and just never really got a chance. And in his second year, he was a, he was a feature back. Not so he's running the ball all the time. Yeah. But he so, had that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Usually in college, it's a bunch. Of, you bring in a bunch of running backs, and some of them turn to the end or safety or linebacker or whatever. He was kind of the other way around. Yeah, we, interesting. Uh, you brought that up with Alfredo Roberts. Um, mm, yeah, we were chatting last time um, about Miami taking wide receivers and turning them into defensive ends. Yeah, that's kind of the Joey Porter. Joey yeah, Porter. right. Joey right. Porter was a wide receiver when he went to Colorado State mm-hmm. and yeah. they, in transition to to being a, a, a def, you know hand-on-the-ground defensive end. I don't remember if the U was first, but that was the first I'd ever heard of it. You know, you recruit these six guys that look like Andre Johnson but don't quite play like Andre Johnson. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, But, boy, they can come off the edge. You put yeah. on 20, 30 pounds, get them up to 250, and then they kind of look like DeMarcus Ware. You know I mean? <laughs> Assuming they have the, you know, the prerequisite toughness. You know, not, every, not everyone can just line up on the line of scrimmage and, you know, and handle the physicality of it all, but – if you bring in some big, tough dudes, you can turn them into star pass rushers. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's all about the athleticism. So you said you, you would have taken Terrell Pryor and made him a defensive end? I remember watching him. He didn't come out uh, of uh, high school when I was in recruiting. I think that was the year I was with the Browns. But he was the top recruit in the country, and I just got done with like my recruiting career. So I wanted nothing more. And you couldn't just go click on it. I couldn't just YouTube him back then. Yeah. That's how old I am. So I went down to pit him, called those guys off. I'm like, hey, can I just, you know, I'm going to be around. Can I just watch his highlight tape? And he was phenomenal. And he was the best basketball player in the city as well. And I walked at him and I thought, man, he could be Vaughn Miller. You know, yeah. you know, and he probably didn't want to. I mean, he's being recruited as an athlete like quarterback, slash quarterback yeah. and thinking, you know, and he just wasn't a good enough passer. I mean, even if he came out now, you know, he was not. A, a well-rounded quarterback. He was an athlete, and and then he wisely tried to become a receiver and last in the league a while. But I was, okay uh, yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, he didn't just wash out. I mean, kind of like we're talking about with these guys turned special teamers. He changed his stripes a little bit, um, and I don't know if he had the toughness or the makeup. I never talked to him, but I, I looked at him and thought, man, he could be a real bendy, explosive, you know, Von Miller type. Yeah, it's, it's tough to remake yourself. I, that's the one you get all the time um, from fans. Why don't they move this guy to this position? Right, it's corner not, to safety, safety to com- corner. Like that's not the same. It's not the not common in the NFL to be able to do that. No, and, you know, once you start moving around like that, that's a good way to end up moving out. Yeah, yeah you don't like, pick up hobbies or new traits that appear. You know, and, and like the safety to corner thing is always interesting to me because safety see. 21 people in front of them if you're in a Minka situation or you're near the line of scrimmage and right there playing like a linebacker role. That's nothing like what a Kel Weatherspoon does. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. it's not close at all, you know. <laughs> uh, looks like the uh, special teams uh, session breaking up there. We're going to go back into some more team stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, interesting, uh, you know, little uh, Danny's still out there. Maybe they're going to do some kickoff stuff here. Are they? Looks, looks like, like the quarterbacks are ready to do something, but maybe you're right. That yeah. does look like the kickoff team is probably going to happen here. Uh, we get some, nah, maybe not. We're, it's we're, like seven on sevens. Yeah, and yeah. Seven on seven. Actually, yeah, so we got white on one the, side uh, and gold on the other. The big uglies will head over to the uh, the other side of the field there, and well, they won't go through a. I true, said they won't beat each other up or anything. That, but that yeah. starts next week as well. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to watch some of those one on ones. Yes. There. 
I'm excited to watch Liao and Loudermilk and uh, Ogunjobi. You know, I mean, some of these guys that haven't been around as long. And how much do they test this O-line that, you know, has its share of questions as well, of course. Yeah. And we'll see, you know, it's just, how's, there's some new guys there. How's James Daniels uh, handle one-on-ones? I can remember when, when they signed Jeff Hardings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, back in 2002 or one, whenever that was. Uh, um, he looked awful in one-on-ones. Really? <laughs> really? That was not his forte, uh, you know. And, but he got into games and he was highly effective. Yeah, yeah. To the point where he's a pro bowl player. And there's tricks and there's advantages to having a guy next to you or what's this defensive lineman's alignment. If I, it, 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 obviously, anyone that's watched like senior bowl practices, true one-on-ones for the lineman is a rough gig for an offensive player. Yeah. You know, they have so much space to operate. They can attack both your shoulder, both your edges. You know, they can do a lot of different things. Where having your teammates there build that wall sure helps. A minute ago, Pickens caught one. Again, this is seven on seven. You're going to complete a lot of passes. But there's another in-breaking route downfield. And what caught my eye is as soon as he caught it, he had a, just a little bit more of a gear there. Yeah. You know, that next step after securing the football, he gained ground again. You know, he's something. He really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think fans are going to really like him. Um, in fact, I, I'm certain. Do. I'm certain of yeah, it. They yeah, they already do. And they already do, right? Uh, but start to see some number 14 jerseys. Uh, yeah, they'll be popping up, I bet. We talked He's about that there, yesterday. Guy. I mean, I, you know, there's there's essentially 150 targets out there for for that are gone from last year. Gone, huh? yeah. yeah, that uh, somebody's gonna catch those balls. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, get Miller thrown his way at least. Showing that uh, start quick, stop. Yeah, quick hitter, typical slot route type of thing. There, get the ball out quick. Got got his shoulder square to the line of scrimmage. Presents a big target. Boom, get it, get a field. And these guys aren't dancing after the catch. They're getting it and they're turning. I mean, I bet that's a big coaching point right now. Yeah, get it up and get upfield and let's, mm-hmm. get, let's get some yardage. That, that was one thing I thought, you know, it, as many short passes as they threw, there wasn't a lot of run after the catch. No, there wasn't. And you, you made a good point yesterday that Deontay's great at it. Yeah. And I, it just so happens, I'm funny you brought that up. I was scrolling through the Football Outsiders Almanac this morning, and the Najee and Deontay – were at the top of their positions for broken tackles, you know, by their metrics of broken tackles. I mean, we know Najee had to work for pretty much everything yeah, he got. Yeah. That one and didn't shock me. Far, I mean, they don't look at all yeah. similar, but yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know exactly how they define broken tackles, but I think a lot of it's juking a guy out or elusiveness or running through an arm tackle. But Deontay's really good at that. Yeah, he's he's shifty. I mean, people forget he was he led the NFL in punt return average. Yeah, he was a star punt returner. No, by the way, Gunnar Olszewski did it in 2020. Mm, so yeah, got, yeah, yeah. They've got two of the, the leading punt return guys in the league. I, I don't know that anybody else has probably not that. Probably not. Yeah, and he was he was an all pro, his second team all pro. Deontay Johnson was as a rookie, right? As a rookie, as a special as a, teamer, as a special team mm-hmm. guy. So uh, he has a, an all. He has the vision. He has the loose hips. He has yeah. the change of direction. The vision's key. The vision is key. You have to mm-hmm. see almost matrix like. Yeah, right, right. You know, Especially as a punt returner. Things I mean, going to have to slow down for you. 11 people all gunning at you, get, you know, one thing in mind that's not very friendly. No, no, they're, <laughs> they're coming with bad intentions. Yep, yep. Um, we're going to take another break. Okay. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We are live from Steelers training camp practice here at St. Vincent College. We are uh, here till 5 o'clock, so don't you don't want to go anywhere. You want to stay right here, giving you all the uh, updates and Letting you know everything is happening here on the field. In case you're one of the, you're not one of the seventeen thousand people who are here in attendance today. <laughs> right? Is uh, there anybody left? I don't know. Yeah, there has to be. <laughs> Steelers Nation is that big. But uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more here on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your twenty four seven home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson, and uh, we just saw Connor Hayward uh, go down there in the, mid, uh, in the open field. Uh, looked like a uh, an ankle injury. Uh, he looked, he really jumped right back up, but headed to the sideline, and then after uh, standing there for a second, uh, looked like he wanted to go back in, but uh, trainer John Norwick stopped him from going back out hmm. there. And they, I uh, mean, we're pretty far into practice, but. 
considering the Friar Moose situation, this is a great opportunity for him, and he's been out there quite a bit. Quite a bit, so, yeah. making some plays, yeah. Uh, one thing I saw at break I just wanted to throw out there, and it's kind of reiterating what we've been saying about Pickett, but he had a nice throw. He drove it into a, a pretty decent window there, well down the field, middle of the field. Um, I, I don't remember what, what route concept it was, but I did notice it needs to come out a beat faster, though. I mean, he's yeah. he's – seeing and throwing you know instead of anticipating yeah, yeah he needs to come out of his break the ball needs to be there and you know that that's that's the thing he needs to work on and that's what we've been saying that was just a good example right there yeah that's another that's a young guy young quarterback thing. yeah right right yeah. i mean those windows are there in the acc i mean that's just the way it is yeah uh the offense we got more team going more on 11 here. on yeah. 11s here this yeah. is ones on ones it looks like huh? is, i wonder if i haven't seen miles jack oh, oh punt it punt it so, <laughs> one-handed interception. Because the, uh... So it was a quick hitting, like screen concept, RPO type of deal. As soon as Trubisky gets the ball in his hands, gets his out as fast as he possibly can, thrown to the slot receiver. TJ just reads it the whole way yeah. and makes a very athletic interception, pick six, untouched, one hand. I was hoping he'd punt that one in the stands. Maybe well, you remember got, how maybe, big his hands are. Oh, right, right, right. Like when, right. He, when they drafted him, they brought him over to us. Uh, we were doing the, a show at the at the facility. facility. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he came over and he, he shook our hands before before he uh, went on the air. And I'm like, Boy, wow, his hands are big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like baseball mitts. <laughs> they are. I don't know what size glove he wears, <laughs> but he's in a bat down a lot of. Now they're doubling him. That's probably a good probably idea. Probably smart. That probably was a sack too. That play, but. Trubisky showed good acceleration and getting out of things. Yeah, yeah, and he may have got out of a tackle, and um, he's fast. He just shows right there, and he gets quick. He gets to full speed pretty quickly. For want to see him do that this year. Mm -hmm. See him get out. You know, hey, if it's not there, run. Use your athleticism. Go pick up eight yards, slide, and you know, first down. I remember talking about that uh, when he was in Chicago because he didn't run as much as last year there. I think he was fighting an injury or something. Yeah, Yeah. and and, uh, didn't do it nearly as much, and just wasn't the same. Yeah, I mean, because if you remember his second season, I mean, he ran oh, yeah. 450 yards that year. How many yards do you think he runs for this year? In that neighborhood? Probably less, but. At least 250. Yeah, I would say over two for sure. Assuming he plays every game. Pickens coming back to the ball there nicely. Uh, yeah, I think he would have been down. There. Yeah, I think the whistle blew, but, you know. He also ran down and made some, some blocks after the play, too, <laughs> after the whistle. So Benny Snell picking up the loose ball. Yeah, he competes. Running with it, yeah. No, he's he competes. No, Pickens, Pickens really competes. Yeah. He likes to block. He's physical. Uh, I, I think a lot of his, I hate to say off the field issues, because I don't think they are off the field. I think they're on the field. They're competitiveness. Yeah. You know, that he, Over, that reputation too, he had in Georgia. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, he is a very competitive guy that wants to win. Yeah. Um, but Steelers can live with that. Mike Tomlin will take that all day yeah, long. Yeah, Mike Tomlin often says you'd rather say, uh, whoa, than sick him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you want that, that kind of aggressiveness. There's a little misdirection there. Get the jet sweep action one way, the uh, mm-hmm. ball, the, the handoff goes the other. So, there's so a, much of that. What's that do to a, a defense, Matt? I, I think what you're trying to accomplish is the second-level guys in particular, even if they lean, let alone take one step to the to the other, to the, the, the motion side, and they're probably coached to. I mean, if someone's going to change the balance of formation, you got to take a, a step or two to compensate for it. But even if you're just leaning that way, it, or creates a little, the whole thing is creating conflict. I mean, that's what the, if you can get those linebackers to be slightly unsure of where the ball's going, and that gives the blockers a little bit better blocking angle for one, and it also gives them a half a second more to get there. Here's a deep ball to Pickens. Good coverage there by 3-1. Yeah, that, uh, that's uh, Justin Lane there. Nice job by him. But I also like Trubisky sees Pickens one-on-one. I don't care who the corner is. Yeah, uh, 50-50 ball. And Actually, he, I think he that com- was Rudolph on that one. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, okay. It was Rudolph giving him a chance to uh, And it wasn't a bad it. ball. It no. was just really good coverage by Lane. Yeah. But He's, if you see Pickens one-on-one down the sideline, take it. Justin Lane's kind of at a crossroads for his career. He's kind of like McFarland and yeah. a couple of these guys. This that is year are, four. Now he's yeah. shown to be... Very valuable on special teams. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you get a second contract. Yeah. You know. Uh, or your, the second contract isn't maybe what you want. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be a, a big contract. League minimum type stuff. Yeah. No, um, but if he can show he's a valuable corner, if he's a good preseason in coverage, that'd go a long way for him. Yeah, he's still young enough that mm-hmm. um, 
I've expected a little more from a defensive player. When I liked the pick when they With made the third it. third round pick. Yeah, the yeah. guy, there was first round buzz about him. Yeah, there was. He tested know. well. He's yeah. a long corner. You know, right. He's everything that you want in a cornerback. And, and hasn't quite materialized. It, it really hasn't. But I, th- I think, I think he's passed James Pierre on the in the team in terms of, hey, if we got to cut one of these guys, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably Pierre. So you think if one of them had to play on defense, they would prefer Lane? Well, I just think Lane has – because he's such a good special teams player. That he's a more valuable stealer. He's the more valuable stealer. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's definitely true. And and Pierre plays on special teams too, but Lane's better at it and plays more snaps there. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think (coughs) – we talked about this before. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Your top five snap guys on on special teams last year were were – Watt. Watt. Lane. Lane. Snell. Snell, Gilbert. Gilbert. Ulysses Gilbert. Yeah. And Marcus Allen. Killebrew, I think, was right behind those guys. Killebrew, yeah. Killebrew but there were five right that was yeah. a little bit more than everybody else. And yeah. They were them. You're right. It was those guys. I mean, those, that's a pretty good indicator of, of how the team feels about those guys. Right. I bet if we polled the 85,000 people that are here. There you go. Nice throw by uh, – that was that was uh, Mason Rudolph again, yeah. squeezing it into Miles Boykin over the middle again. Over the middle. Yeah, 15 yards down the field. Not just a crosser within five yards of the line of scrimmage where a linebacker blows you up, but over the middle, 10 to 30 yards downfield. I mean, that's blades of grass they never attacked last year. Um, what was I saying? Something really smart that I forgot about. Whatever. Let's come back to it. Yeah, definitely. No, I like seeing, seeing that. And then Boykin puts his shoulder down a little bit yeah, there too. middle of the I mean, field stuff. Yeah. I don't know if Boykin miss, makes his team, but, I mean, if you can get him or Claypool in a situation like that over the middle, hit him in stride, and just let them be big against safeties or corners in, in a trail position, they're going to get yards after the catch. That's where the you act I mean, comes you know? in, yeah. I mean, they're, um, they're just a, a big person to get on the ground. And that's like throwing to the tight end down the scene. Yeah, but a yeah. faster one. But a faster tight end. Right, right, right. Yeah. A little more moves and, you know, right. But that's uh, you know that those throws down the middle of the field off a of play action too. Off um, play action, if you get those linebackers just to ch- cheat up a little bit and them, put yeah. them in over the ta- over the top, right? Yeah. That's what the game's all about now. And that's one thing that the, you know they just didn't do a lot of in the last few years. I mean, they just no, no. it just wasn't there. Whether no. whether you know Roethlisberger didn't like to run a lot of play action, um, and I get it. Uh, and the middle guy, of field wasn't well. And the middle of field wasn't used much. No, and I really think when you start throwing in the middle of the field. It's going to help the run game, too, because, I mean, the linebackers back them off a little bit. And this is you see this in the league no matter what now. But the linebackers first reaction is to play pass, you know, yeah. and if you can get those guys going backwards, you know, but right off the snap and you can get Najee downhill on them and they're on their heels. Yeah, I think the running game would profit a lot. You know, man, I, I saw some stuff um, where Steelers didn't see quite as much uh, stacked boxes, what you think. I don't know what people are watching on that because when I watch the Steelers. I read that on Warren Sharp's yeah. book, and it made no sense to me at all. Because right. every time the ball was snapped last year, mm-hmm. I saw 10 defenders within five yards of the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah. It's funny you brought that up because you and I hadn't talked about that off the air. And I remember as soon as that book came out, which I love, I like Warren Sharp's book a lot. And I read the Steelers section first, oh. of course. And, um, you know, he was being critical of the offense, which it deserved blame. Yeah. But one of his big things was. They didn't run the ball against light boxes last year. I didn't like, see many light boxes. I, I'm not, I'm not counting every snap, and I'm not doing the work, Warren. You guys, I believe you, but I didn't see it that way at all. And I wonder if, if they call the box the first six yards, was there a million people at seven yards? You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. They weren't in the deep. I they know that. Yeah. There was one guy deep. They had. Yeah. There was always a deep safety. And, and it every, wasn't like corners were yeah. well off the line either. I mean, there was a lot of people near the ball. Yeah, I, 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 that that always that struck me as odd. Yeah, I, it didn't. Add, it's one of the few things that didn't add up. And I even then, I mentioned I went to the Football Outsiders book this morning. They said the Steelers were twenty second in terms of stacked boxes, which is still low. Yeah, but uh, again, they must. There must be some definition that everybody goes with of what a quote stacked box is. And I also thought, and I didn't do enough homework on this. The Steelers, as we've often brought up. Besides the Super Bowl teams, had more eleven personnel than anyone in the league. Three wide receivers, a tight end, and a back. So, if you're saying eight man boxes, 
Well, you're never going to get an eight-man box when they're in nickel and right. dime, yeah, you know, yeah. or is it just a plus-one situation or minus-one situation? Well, so, but so if it's a certain it's number. A, because the Steelers play so much 11 personnel. Right. Yeah. And if it's seven or more as a stacked box, well, you're never going to get that, but right. you're short a blocker, too. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Right. So I, I, they never really defined it, or I never did enough homework to figure out exactly what they call a stacked box. How I would define a stacked box is there's one unblocked defender. Yeah. You know, whatever package you have out there, you know, if you're in a 21 or 12, well, you know, seven, eight guys is a stacked box. But if you're an 11, then seven guys is a stacked box. So I don't know how they defined it, but that didn't pass the sniff test to me. No, it didn't for me either. And I would I would look at it as, again, how many guys are, you know, are your corners, if the corners are pressed, mm-hmm. then let's say, you're, you're again, you're in 11 personnel, so all three corners are in press coverage. Yeah, yeah. And then you're, you know, you're so okay. So now your 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 safety drops down as well. Mm-hmm. So okay, technically, kind of an overhang. Yeah, guy, technically like a, they're only you know you know you're you've got two linebackers on the field, mm-hmm. so you're in a nickel. Okay, so technically you only have seven in the box, but really you you have ten guys. You like if you think about those old Seattle, you know, Legion of Boom teams. Camp Chancellor was a very high percentage of the time on the strong side of the formation, the tight end side about eight yards off the box, yeah. kind of over him. Probably not in, in the, box, the box, you yeah. know what I mean? But he's eight yards off the ball. But he's close enough to the box that one step he's in the box. Yeah, right, right, right. And he could kind of do a little bit of everything. He could he could roll back into a cover two. So at least there's some you know gray area there for a quarterback to figure out what he's doing. But, and this is where I was going with this too, maybe they did face lighter boxes. Maybe football siders and Warren's numbers are dead on. But if the defensive coordinator is telling them, you're playing downhill like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, play run first and short passes and just attack, 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 because they're not going to beat you over your head. Right. So it, it, maybe those numbers are dead on, but I bet a lot of first steps were forward. Yes. I would, <laughs> I would I mean? say that as well. I think, yeah. that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so and take, everybody might be right then, you yeah. know. Take that stuff about the Steelers not facing many stacked boxes. Uh, with the the Chiefs assault. didn't fa- face many stack boxes. You yeah, know? Right, <laughs> you know? right. I mean, there's just a ton of people well off the line of scrimmage giving you the short stuff. Well, yeah. they played the Steelers a total opposite I of didn't that. see that with the right, Steelers right, last right. year, and I think it was because they played so much 11 that they saw a lot of nickel, and it, it just doesn't count. One fewer person. A quote-unquote stack yeah. box. And there's one fewer block. Yeah. Uh, that, to me, is, is the difference there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, again, I'm sure they're coached to come downhill, blow things up. Yeah. Key on Najee. Yeah. That's going to – practice is over. It just ended. You heard yeah. the, uh, the crowd uh, clap there. Uh, you're starting to see everybody start to follow over to along the uh, – look at the, look at along the – I would say I bet autographs are insane today. Oh, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. Um, this, this is as big a crowd as they get for, like, the, the, the night practice over at Latrobe High School. I would think bigger. It might be bigger. Might, I mean, there's a lot of space here where people are – Tucked in different nooks and crannies, yeah, Yeah. all over the place. But we're going to take another break here. We'll take you into hour three here to finish up uh, the show. Uh, He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We are live from Steelers training camp here at St. Vincent College. Practice just ending moments ago. We'll be back with more right after this. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 